Amen. Amen. Welcome, everyone. Even as we finish our worship this afternoon, I want to take this opportunity to uh, welcome each and every person. May you feel at the feet of Jesus. Even now, we just go ahead and see if there's any child that who has a verse or a word of encouragement. We shall give you an opportunity now. Amen. 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 If we don't have anybody else, then we shall go ahead and welcome Amani. Yes, ma'am. Evangelist Wagutu, Karibu Sana. We are ready for the word of God. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate Pastor. Amen. Thank you. I greet you all in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for another opportunity and an honor to uh, just, just talk a little bit about um, the word of God uh, all uh, grateful to uh, pastor, uh, servant of God and a co-worker in the vineyard, uh, John Jeru and his wife Joyce for another opportunity to partner together uh, to talk uh, about, uh, uh, about the word of God. Yeah, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we have been discussing some of the parables. Started uh, two weeks ago with the parable of, um, uh, of, the, of the prodigal son. Last week, we talked about the parable of the lost coin. Today, we want to discuss again the parable of um, uh, the lost sheep. Uh, before we do, do that, I want to just say a short prayer, and then we'll go ahead. Our Heavenly Father, we are humbled, and we are honored to be in your presence, oh God. Thank you for um, the, the plan of God. Thank you for the person of Jesus. Thank you for the process that the Holy Spirit takes us through, and thank you for the opportunity to meet in this platform. I pray that even as your word comes across uh, the Zoom platform, it's going to reverberate into our hearts and this, our souls and our innermost beings to cause a transformation, even as we just talk about who you are and your goodness, Lord. We give you glory and praise. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, so like I said, uh, the parable of the lost of the lost sheep, um, but not just lost, but found by the by the savior. Thanks, Amani, for uh, working to uh, present this slide. I appreciate you. Let's move to the next slide. So our scripture today is gonna be uh, in in Mark, in in Luke chapter fifteen, verse one to seven, talks about uh, Amani. Um, about the man who had a hundred sheep. That scripture can also be found in Matthew chapter 18, verse 12 to 14. Uh, and I will ask a couple of people uh, to read for us, uh, uh, even as I'll ask um, Anna. I don't know if Anna is really online, uh, but uh, if she is there, she can read verse 1 to 3 of Luke chapter 15. If she is not online, uh, somebody else who's online can read for us uh, verse 1 to 3 of Luke 15. Luke 15, okay. verse 1 to 7. It says, now one the tax... One to, three. Read one to three only, yes. Understood. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law murdered, muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them then jesus told them this parable suppose one of you has no, that's, a all. Oh. that's all yeah one two three thank you you're welcome thank you oh, next slide please yeah 
Yeah, so um, this parable talks about one out, one out that a shepherd who had a hundred sheep. Let's, 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 sorry, let's go back to the net to the previous slide uh, to give us sort of some context. Carlton, can you just read for us up to seven? Up to yeah. seven. So the whole start over all the way to seven. Start from verse four. Yeah. Okay. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he jovially puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carlton. God bless you. Let's, let's, re, let's go on then to that next slide that you showed, uh, Amani. Yeah, so um, suppose a man had 100 sheep and one of them got lost. So this is just an image of a sheep that, that seemed to have gotten lost or strayed. Um, but the question is, uh, like, like the question that I posed there is, he has a hundred sheep and one gets lost. Why should he bother about one and there are still 99 that he has? So he has still plenty of them. But as we go along, we will see um, about why the shepherd's mission is that no sheep should get lost. Again, the shepherd's mission is that no sheep should get lost. Um, so this sheep strays, like we see in this image, one strays, drifts away. I don't know what led it away, but it went away anyway. And the shepherd has to look for it. And there are so many lost sheep in the world today. There are so many lost sheep in our schools today. There are so many lost sheep in the marketplace today, in the workplace today. We have so many lost sheep. Lost sheep. The question becomes, then what's next? The sheep is lost. Next, next slide. There, then comes the shepherd, and the shepherd is Jesus. Look at that image, uh, and because this is not, this is no longer. Uh, we are not just. I'm just. I'm not just preaching to you. I want us to interact. I want to make this session as interactive as possible. Look at that image. And tell me what you see in that image. Anyone? I see a shepherd uh, getting the sheep. Yes. And, and the shepherd is getting the sheep. That is great. Who, who was that? Nyambura. Oh, Nyambura, thanks. Yeah. So, so when you speak, say your name and then tell us what you, what you see. Anybody else? You see someone um, that's risking their life. Like he's on the cliff. Exactly. The shepherd, yeah, that's, that's a good observation. The shepherd is almost falling down, right? And he is risking his life to take the sheep. Uh, Marianne, what do you see? Is Marianne there? Carlton, and I see a bird in the distance. Yes. Carlton, you see a bird. That's great, yeah. Look at the sheep. What is the sheep doing? Anyone, what do you think the sheep is doing? The sheep is waiting to be rescued, right? It's looking to the shepherd. The bird symbolizes the Holy Spirit. 
So, and, and, and it not only symbolizes the Holy Spirit, it also symbolizes the glory of God. And then you see the, like the mountains, like, like the blue, blue part, the mountain. That also symbolizes the presence of God, the anchor, the, 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 what, what the Bible calls the shadow of God's wings. So um, the shepherd is risking his life. He's carrying a staff. The staff symbolizes the word of God. Uh, and, 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 and then he's risking his life. So um, the sheep get lost. Then the shepherd comes and does several things. He risks his life for the sheep. He recognizes that the sheep is inadequate, meaning that the sheep cannot do anything on its own. Then he restores the sheep back to the fold. He makes sure that he takes the sheep, lifts it up, uh, the Bible says, in his shoulders and restores, restores it to the fold. And then he, he, he reunites the lost sheep with the 99. And we will see as we go along. Uh, so the question is, another question I'm going to ask, even as we move to the next slide, please. What about the 99? Next slide. What about the 99? What is the significance of the 99? Why would the shepherd leave the 99? And how, that, how does that apply to us today? And then there is a song I posted there. We can listen to it later if we have time. But let's ponder through these questions. What, the, what is the importance of the 99 sheep that were left? And why did the shepherd leave them? Anybody, I want, I want us to interact. Why do we think the shepherd left the 99 and went for one sheep? Uh, God would, Jesus would rather have one soul, uh, um, uh, one soul saved than have like uh, I guess like Christian like like Christians in school like, uh, there's not a lot of Christians in like my school and uh. I'd rather me be the one left out than be with the rest of the group like world worldly. That's a great point. Is that Nyambura? Yes. That's a great point. Anybody else? Calvin, my name is Calvin. Mm -hmm. And what I really think is why God would want to leave, why, why Jesus would want to go for the one instead of the whole 99, because the whole 99, they're already righteous and they're already benefiting God's grace. But that's that one that isn't. And I just comes to show that Jesus thinks that every single one of us are valuable. So if we turn away from our sin, just even just one of us, and turn to God, it's something that is really important and something that he really values and rejoices on. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's a great point, Alvin, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that, those are great points, and I appreciate it. So the 99 sheep, as we will see, they did not go astray. There is no, they did not drift. They were already in the sheepfold. So, um, and we will see as we go on, and, and I'm li I like the way Nyambura related it to us, and even, even Calvin says, everybody is valuable before God, and that is very profound. And that is something that we need to know. Everyone is valuable before God, whether they know him or whether they do not know him. Whether it is a, a classmate who, is, who comes from a family that don't know God, 
or it's a classmate that who comes from a family that's a Christian, we are all valuable before God. But the ones that God will go after are the ones that have drifted, the ones that have left, the ones that do not know him. But the ones that know him, they are already in his presence, in his mercy, in his goodness. So those ones are covered, but he is looking, he going after those ones that are still need to be, to be brought to the fold. And we will see, next slide, please. So what is the shepherd's mission? The shepherd's, the shepherd's mission is to save the lost sheep. And I want to request again, CJ, read for us Luke 15, verse five. Uh, yeah, read for us Luke 15, verse four and five. I don't see Leanne online, so I'll ask CJ to read four and five, unless Leanne is online. Yeah. And he's um, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, doth leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after which is lost until he find it. And when he hath found it, he layeth on his shoulders rejoicing. Amen. Thank you so much. When he has found it, he puts it in shoulder. He, so he leaves the sheep. He, I mean, he leaves the 99 and goes to find the lost sheep. He finds it. The shepherd's mission is to seek and find, to search and find the, law, the lost sheep. He searches and finds the lost sheep. Second, first of all, he sets the stage to reconcile the lost soul. Then he searches and seeks for the lost sheep. Then he supports and sustains the, the found sheep. He finds it, which means he serves it. Like he serves, uh, like he served us. So he serves the lost sheep. And then after serving, the Bible says he joyfully puts it on his shoulders, which means the lost sheep, even if it is, even after if it is found, it cannot, it cannot be able to support itself. So the shepherd has to carry it in his shoulder. And that is, as we have read in Luke 15, 5, he joyfully puts it on his shoulder. Uh, let's read, Nyambura read for us verse 6 and 7. Okay. And, and then let's move to next slide, yeah. Okay. And when he... And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over that one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need, to, who need no repentance. Amen. Thank you so much. So, thank you, Nyambura. Yes, so there will be more joy when he finds it. What does he do? The Bible says he carries, his, he carries the sheep, the lost sheep, the found sheep. It's no longer lost. It is found sheep. So it is from lost to found. He carries the found sheep in his shoulders and then calls his friend, goes home and calls his friend and says, rejoice with me. I found my lost sheep. So he solemnizes 
the return of the sheep. He celebrates it with his neighbors. He calls his friend and celebrates it with his neighbors. So that means celebration here on earth. When a sinner receives Jesus, there is celebration in the church, in the house of God today. Then verse 7, the Bible says, I tell you in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven. When a sinner receives Christ and repents, the heaven is more even joyful than the earth. So the, the shepherd does not only solemnize the return of the sheep, he also secures the sheep's place in heaven. When we receive Christ, or when a lost soul receives Christ, their name is written in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, because of, of you of finding us. Our name is written in the book of life. Next slide, please. Some of the qualities of the lost sheep. When a sheep strays and drifts away, some of the qualities of, that we find when, with a, a sheep that is lost is loneliness. Another one is confusion. Another one is fear. Another one is insecurity. Another one is danger. And another one is hopelessness. So uh, I, want us to, I want you to mention uh, some of the other qualities that you see in people who don't know God. And people who are lost, what are some of the qualities that you see in them? Makes uh, my name is Nyambura, and yes. they uh, they I guess they make fun of our religion. Yes, they make fun of, of our religion, which means they don't know they are ignorant. Any other thing, thanks, Nyambura. Any other quality you see in people who don't know God? Uh, Calvin, they're usually depressed and usually are not looking forward to day to day and um, so are sometimes usually just struggling to get through the week. Absolutely, yeah. They are living a life of struggle, of depression. Uh, but even, even for us, even, even when we face danger and, and difficult times, we remain joyful because we know that our hope is in the one, is in the shepherd, the one who rescued his life for us, or risked his life for, to, to rescue us. So, my name, uh, and, yes, please. Oh, sorry. My name is Nimbuda again, and they, uh, mm. they like another quality they do, they find other things to help them cope. Yes, they look for other things. Some go into drugs, others go into uh, other, uh, that just bad things to help them cope. But as we find our, our solution, in the word of God. That is why our role as Christians is to pray for the lost sheep that they may be found in Jesus' name. Any other quality before I move to the next slide? Okay, let's move to the next slide. Why did God go after the lost? Why does God go after the lost? Graylon, can you read for us 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9? Okay. There's one that is missing, but I will read it. I have it here. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. 
God does not fail to keep his, keep his promise. Thank you so much, uh, Carlton. But he is slow to anger and he loves everyone. He wants everyone to come to repentance. So num the, the number one reason why God will go after the lost sheep or the lost soul is because God is loving to everyone, including the sinner. Then we are going to see the second reason. Uh, I don't believe Benjamin is online, so I will ask uh, Nyambura, read for us Hebrew chapter 13, verse 5 and 6. It says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with that with what you have for he has he has said i will never leave you nor forsake you so we can confidently say the lord is my helper i will not fear what i can what i what can men do amen yes so i will comfortably say for god has said i will not leave you nor forsake you and we can comfortably say god is my helper what man can i fear so the second reason, the first reason we have said God goes after the lost is because God is loving. The second reason is because God is loyal to everyone, especially those who believe in him. When we believe in God, he becomes a loyal a friend. He becomes a loyal father, a loyal daddy. That is why we call him, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 15, Abba, Father. We no longer are aliens, we are friends, we are sons in the kingdom of God. Amen. The third reason, uh, we are going to see Colossians chapter 2, verse 13 to 15. Calvin, please read for us. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to a cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to sh open shame by triumphing over them in him. Amen. Amen. That through Christ Jesus, God overcame for us and every handwriting that was against us, every law, every rule that was against us when we did not know Christ, Christ took it and nailed it to the cross. Number three reason God, God's, God will go after the lost is not just because he is loving or because he is loyal, but because he is lenient, he is merciful. God is patient, God is gracious, God is loving, God is kind. And, and, and through Christ Jesus, we receive forgiveness. Through Christ Jesus, the lost sheep is found. And not only it is, is it found, it is returned to the fold. God is intending to return every lost sheep to the fold, but we need to give him a chance. The lost sheep must give God a chance. Like just like that, just like we saw in the image, that's not that lost sheep was looking to the shepherd. He was giving the shepherd a chance to rescue it. And then the, the final reason why God did go after the lost sheep, Dalton read for us again Psalms 23, 1 to 3. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside great waters, quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carlton. God, the God is my shepherd. I shall not want. The shepherd looks for the lost sheep. 
and finds it. So um, he, he leads us beside still waters. He takes us to the green pastures and leads us behind, beside still, still waters. The fourth reason God goes after the Lordship is that so that he may lead us in righteousness and bring us to the place of honor. God is intent to find the lost sheep and honor it. And to do that, we have to let him to lead us to the place of honor by leading us to his righteousness. So next slide, please. So this is a very powerful story, the parable of the lost sheep. And I want us to have a conversation a little bit for three, four, five minutes. If you look at this parable and you compare it with the parable of the prodigal son or the parable of the lost coin, what do you notice are the similarities? What are the similarities and what are the differences, if any? Remember, remember, we discussed the two parables last week and the other week. What do you notice is a similarity between the lost sheep and, for example, the prodigal son? And what is the difference? Um, Calvin, I feel like mm -hmm. I was Calvin. Yeah, I feel like the two differences and similarities between them are. Uh, I'll start with differences first. Mm -hmm. The uh, in this case, the sheep is already lost. The sheep mm -hmm. is already wait. The sheep is already. Yeah, the sheep's already lost, and with the prodigal son, the prodigal son chose to leave. So mm -hmm. that's something that I found was different. And also, mm -hmm. it is talking about both of them. Both of them are talking. I think that, yeah, that's one. That's one difference. Okay, now with the similarities. I think that uh, this one similarity is that um, in both stories, and it shows how. God rejoices when a sinner comes back, using the prodigal son as an example for a sinner, and the sheep, the lost sheep, rejoicing, and everyone uh, having a feast and a party. Um, the prodigal son, when the son returned after taking the father's money and spending it and doing everything with it, when he came back, which was signifying him coming back to God, everyone rejoiced, signifying heaven rejoicing. And same thing with the sheep as it was lost. When it was found, the shepherd rejoiced and called his friends for a feast. So, yeah. Amen. 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 That's powerful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. There was joy. A great similarity really is that there was joy in both, in both situations. Anybody else? A similarity or difference? that you notice. One of the difference that you will notice in this parable and the parable of the prodigal son is in this parable, in the parable of the prodigal son, the father never went to look for the son. It is the son who made a decision to go back to the father. In this case though, the shepherd goes to look for the sheep. So that is a major difference. So this is what it, this this is what shows us that there is a these two parables shows us that there is a part that we that the father plays, and that, uh, that uh, there is a part that the lost the, the lost son, the prodigal son or the lost soul plays. So even though God loves us and will go after us, there is a point where we have to make a choice. 
God will not force us to, to accept him. He loves us, he will go after us, but he will give us a choice to accept him or not. Any other person? How about the lost coin? The similarity with the lost coin and this parable of, of the lost sheep is that in the lost coin, the, the person who lost the coin stopped what they were doing and began to look for the coin. They started sweeping the house, the house to get the, to look for the coin and they find it. Uh, and this one, the shepherd stopped what he was doing and went to look for the lost. So that's a similarity. And in both cases, in the three parables, there is joy, there is rejoicing in the three parables. That is a great similarity in the three parables. That shows that one common theme about, about finding a lost sheep or finding a lost coin or the return of a prodigal son, one common theme among them is that whenever there is a return, whenever there is a finding of a lost sheep or a lost soul, there is always joy, not just here on earth, but also in heaven, there is rejoicing. Over a sinner who comes to Christ, there is always rejoicing here on earth and here is heaven. When we see people who are lost come to Jesus, we need to rejoice too, because heaven rejoices even more than us. Anybody else before I finish? Thank you so much, everyone. Next slide, please, as we go to the end. So these are some of the lessons that I want you to ponder about, even as we, as we, as we, as we about to end. Uh, just, just put all of them, please. Yeah, so some of the lessons to ponder is that God loves us and will go after us. We have seen it uh, in this parable, uh, that Jesus will never give up on us, so we should not give up on others. I know we have friends, we have classmates, we have colleagues at work who do not know Christ. Let's not give up on them. Let's continue to love them. And when God provides an opportunity, whenever God provides an opportunity, let's talk to them about Jesus. And also another lesson is that we are always welcome in God's house. God does not discriminate. He will God is not like human beings. Human beings will Will, will, will laugh at you, but deep in their heart, they, have, they feel bad for you. But God is genuine in his love and he always welcome us in his house. And the final lesson, which is very important, nobody is too bad. Nobody is too straight or too gone away. And nobody is too sinful that God cannot transform them. God can transform and change anybody. It only requires giving ourselves to him. I will stop there, but I want to, I want us to consider verse seven. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 persons who do not need to repent. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 who do not need to repent. That is the memory verse. That is the verse 
I, I will request that you spend time this, this afternoon, this next week, to ponder about Matthew, uh, I mean, sorry, Luke chapter 15, verse 7. There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 who do not need to repent. And when you have time, I put a song there. It talks about rec uh, rec reckless love. You can also take some time and listen to it. It's, it's, I, uh, um, it's a very great song. You can just search it on YouTube. Uh, it's a popular song. You can listen to it and it will encourage you. It reminds us about the lost ship, that we were all lost, but he found us. Remember, it is no longer lost ship. When the shepherd finds it, it transforms from lost sheep to found sheep in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to me. God bless you. Over to you, Pastor Joyce. Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Gutu, for the wonderful story about the lost sheep. Uh, at this time, we won't have Kahoot.
Jesus is Lord. Amen.